It's middle 1920s, and here's Mrs. Theodore Dumoulin listening in We'd her home. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us how far the broadcast is reaching. Well, hi, and once again, it's uh, Tim Hunter, the Morning Mouth on KRKO Radio as of today. Uh, but a lot of people have passed through the halls of KRKO over its 100 years. We're celebrating our centennial birthday. The governor has proclaimed 2022 as KRKO's centennial year. So we're tracking down some of the voices that you've uh, heard over the years, including one you actually still hear. And what's interesting about this, I feel like I've known Moose Moran forever, but Moose, we've never met, have we? I don't think I've ever met you. Yeah. I know. I think we've known each other from afar. Right. That's about it. You didn't want to get any closer than being no. afar. Well, there was that pesky restraining order thing. Yeah, that was it. I remember <laughs> that. It had something to do with it. Well, so uh, we're going back and reconnecting with people that used to be on KRKO. Uh, we're still hearing your voice in the commercials, right? Right. Tom Lafferty, uh, he sends me commercials, mm-hmm. and I record them for sell tires. Yeah. The meat sale, the... Steak sale, they show up at the truck and grab your ribeye steaks. So you're doing commercials for KRKO, but there was a time you actually were a KRKO employee. 1984 to 1994. Wow. Mm-hmm. So one-tenth of the radio station's history. Right. So tell me about those years. They were uh, some interesting years. <laughs> we had uh, different things that I always recall, like uh, the... April Fool's Day Parade, where we made out to make it sound like there was a parade going through Everett, mm-hmm. and everybody at the station had a part in the parade. Uh, Burdine was doing traffic, and uh, Judith Larson was doing some news reports from the site, and we actually broke for commercials, and then we'll be right back with more from the parade on Hewlett and Cobley. Oh, funny. A lot of things. Everett Giants, I got to, to hang out with them, and Bob Babasi, the man in charge. I got to go to the All-Star game in San Francisco because they had extra. I go, yeah, I'll go. You mentioned the parade. We actually did that once when I was uh, Larry Nelson's producer at Como. Como, yeah. But you got to remember, that was a really conservative station. So we did the April Fool's Day parade. And at 9 o'clock when we got off the air, uh, he got called into the general manager's office because one of the brass upstairs, I think it was Jay Ward, got all upset. And his quote was, we might have people driving down all the way from Linwood to see the parade. <laughs> so yeah, those people in Linwood, you know. Yeah, Linwood oh, folks. Would God. Have. Okay, so you're uh, right now doing spots and you also have a... Uh, music machine you run around with and do some uh, dances and weddings and stuff like that too. Yes, I've been a mobile disc jockey forever, 30-some years. Renee and my wife Renee, who I met as a KRKO traffic and news girl. Oh, wow. Uh, she's a videographer, so we've done a ton of uh, DJ and uh, uh, weddings and DJ slash video uh, combination weddings over the years. Hmm. Slowed down in the last 10 or so, but... Uh, we, got, we kept really busy after I left the station in 1994. We just decided to do a lot of those, and Renee kept uh, being the news girl at KRKL, but then she eventually uh, left there. Wow, and so you're both living the dream on Whidbey. Living the dream on Whidbey Island in Coopville. Been here since uh, probably the year 2000, I think. I was just out there on Fox Spit for a, a long weekend. Uh, we rented an a Airbnb right on the water, and it was just gorgeous over there. Uh-huh. 
Fox oh, spit. You know where that is? Renee, Renee's keeping an eye on what I'm saying. Good. good. She says kind of. <laughs> For God's sakes, don't yeah. say that thing again. She's still part of the team here. Okay, Renee. And, here's Renee with traffic. And what do you what do you think about Fox spit, Renee? Renee was on the air at KRKO. She was traffic girl and a news girl and. A, the funny but sad story is about when uh, Renee played donkey basketball. I talked her into it, and during the game, she fell off the donkey head first, knocked out her two front teeth, which she had spent her whole life trying to make them look perfect, and they were. Oh, my God. So she knocks out her two front teeth laying on the, on the floor against the Mary's oh. bus drivers. And I said, I knew that, that right then I said, i got to marry this girl. <laughs> I was so bad because she looks up at me and... Oh. She still has the prettiest smile, even with those two teeth that are supposed to have dropped out by now, oh but they've survived. So, yeah, I think every disc jockey at some point in their life ended up on the court during a donkey basketball game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she thought it was one of those, like, uh, you shoot, for, like, the game horse. Oh. It's there and sees all these donkeys running around. She goes, what's going on? Oh, I had to no. ride one of those, Renee, and, you know, wow. so. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. So what is your KRKO story when you're sitting in the old folks' home reminiscing about your 10 years at KRKO? The unusual, uh, probably having to live at the radio station two different occasions. Just I was babysitting the transmitter out there, Lowell Irma Road, and the mm -hmm. station moved into, uh, into Everett downtown. And they needed someone to keep an eye on the transmitter in the building out there. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll live out here. Then I got uh, freaked out and scared out of there when someone broke out the windows. So I said, oh, maybe I don't want to live here. I'll find a place. And then uh, later I moved back there when they boarded up the windows and they offered it to me again. That's probably a year between, uh, if you count both both times I lived there. Were you a uh, Northwest native or did you come here from somewhere? Born and raised in Seattle mm -hmm. with... Uh, couple of uh, brothers and a couple of sisters right there in the Northgate area and went to Ron Bailey's School of Broadcasting and, <laughs> and they shipped me off to uh, Montana for a while and then Idaho for a while and, and uh, went to uh, went to Seattle because I got called in to be the, the moose on the loose at KYYX. Oh, yeah. That lasted until 1984. And then uh, when they decided to change all the DJs out of there because they wanted to have a different kind of sound, and then uh, Sparky Taff got me to work at KRKO with a bunch of old-timers that uh, he knew would get people's attention, Russ Rebel and different old-time guys that were really good at the time. And it was, I was honored to work there for him. And he goes, don't worry, Moose, we'll put you on KRKO. And so that was a big thing. And that radio, it's a weird career, isn't it? Right. Yeah, a lot of the people I've been talking to, you know, they start getting into it. Like uh, the last one I did was with Mark Christopher. And, uh, you know, he was just not able to connect here and there. And he ended up at KRKO when he got let go by a Spokane station who did a format change or something. And, and Seattle wasn't hiring, so he thought, well, you know, I should look up in Everett. He was actually part of the KRKO family as well. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Dory Monson. Um, sure. I mean, it's crazy. It's just mm -hmm. how many people have passed through there. I was there like the first couple of years there. One time, uh, me and one of the, my favorite guys to work with, Larry Brewer, LT, and the All-Nighters Club and stuff. People will remember that name. And uh, I said, how many people have we worked with already, Larry? And we counted like 100 folks. Oh, my gosh. A couple of years. Salespeople, weekend people, engineers. Mm -hmm. 
I wish I'd wrote them all down because it'd be fun to say, "Oh, whatever happened to that guy? That sales guy? He was a pretty nice guy and all that." That's funny. Where are they now? Yeah. Now we're finding them here and there. And in fact, if you uh, if you hear of anybody or anyone else, uh, you know that did work at KRKO, I'd love to talk with them. Do you have any photos or anything? Uh, KRKO jacket from back in those days? Any memorabilia? Yes, we we saved KRKO jackets. And oh I've, my gosh! We have a ton of photos we've saved, and Renee and I were we were always in charge of posting photos and at different KRKO type events. Like here's one Moose Moran standing under the 41st Street Bar and Grill sign saying congratulations Moose on Moose Moran on 10 years at KRKO. Oh wow! So that was fun. Very cool. The uh, the the bus rodeo thing where I. Was, uh, they wanted to show how driving under the influence is bad for you and dangerous. And I drove buses through these cones and knocked them all over because I was really had, had too many. And I went went home. And then my best friend Tom Lafferty, we were doing dances together. He was my sound man. Mm-hmm. He came to pick me up to go to a wedding in Seattle, and he he knew that uh, I was in bad shape. But still, he went drove all the way to Seattle, and I got out of his truck and he set up the equipment. Gave me the microphone. I go, hi, the moose is loose. Moose Moran, one, two, three. One, two. And he goes, you're fine. <laughs> wow. That was like something just told me, okay, don't ruin this wedding. So, Well, okay, moose, do a deep dive. Give me one more KRKO story. There was a media race at Evergreen Speedway, mm-hmm. and the newsman, the late Ken Taylor, uh, was there racing in Rock and Rod, who was there with when our station was AM, PM. AM was mellow in the day. Rock and Rod at night, which oh, meant wow. a PM, AM, PM. But uh, we did a, a media race, and then Ken Taylor, the next day on my show, he he announced the results, and he announced so-and-so from a Mount Vernon radio station, finished third, Rock and Rod from Caracol finished second, and so-and-so finished first. And he said, Moose Moran also finished the race, or soon will. Oh, funny. Because <laughs> I was going real slow. I didn't want to damage the, uh, the race car. <laughs> I was actually driving, and the guy that owned the car was uh, my passenger. I was saying, am I going too fast? No, keep, keep oh, going. Funny. And I was told you might know something about this, that uh, there was a time where karaoke kept KRKO going. We went to all these uh, different bars with uh, karaoke nights, and that's when it was first starting out, and we really uh, noticed a lot of a lot of people came to those, and we had good shows like Price Busters had a lot of fans. Saturday, Saturday auction, Saturday mornings, uh, was fun, and uh, got a lot of attention that way. Well, Moose Moran, Moose on the Loose, great getting to get to know you a little better, and by God, one of these days maybe we'll actually see each other. Thank you, Tim. KRKO, Everett's greatest hits, celebrating 100 years of serving the North Sound. Thanks for listening.